What up, fellow daydreamers? If you guys like what you're hearing, you guys think we're funny, if you think we're giving intelligent information, if you just want to win your fantasy football leagues and you don't care about what we have to say, you just want to win, you guys can find all of our content on our website, fantasydaydreamers.com. What's chilling? What's chilling, y'all? Welcome into the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. Today, we've got some news to go over. We got some waiver wire, and we got our Week 10 recap. I am JJ. With me today, Ryan. What's up, guys? You know the Twitter, R-O-K-K-O. Rocco. Daydreamer. Keone is here. Hey, everybody. And if you're looking for those spicy, funny, all around good fantasy tweets, you can hit me at the place on the Twitter at Daydreamer Keone because that's what I'm doing. And you guys can follow me at JJ Daydreamers. You guys can also follow the podcast at FF Daydreamers on Instagram and on Twitter. Let's get into that news. The Panthers and Cam Newton agreed on a one-year contract, and then Cam Newton played on Sunday, and he was fantasy productive, kind of. Uh, What are you guys' thoughts on Cam Newton on returning to the Panthers? He's the best option they have. Better than P.J. Walker. Sorry, P.J. Walker. PJ Walker, Texas Ranger in Carolina. No. Oh, no. Because Cam Newton's. <laughs> ah, I'm back. Ah, I'm back. Gonna penalty. I'm back. <laughs> yeah, but are right. you really mad with that penalty? Come on. That's a lit no, penalty. No, not bad. at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah him not screaming at, at the fans, screaming. Every- I-, I got the whole sideline riled up. Yeah. I mean, got the whole team McCoy riled up, isn't back next week. Texas legend out there. Oh, man, bro. <laughs> that was a rough. Rough week for him, yeah. Uh, yeah, got the whole team riled up, and they went on to beat the Arizona Cardinals. That's a pretty good win for them. Next, a little bit of news. Wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. did sign a contract with the Los Angeles Rams. Played on Monday night. Went to him right away, but wasn't really involved all that much. I think he threw an interception. Ram- <laughs> well, yeah. True, true. Rams... Uh, other wide receiver Robert Woods tore his ACL on Friday, so he is out for the rest of the season. You can go ahead and drop Robert Woods, um, but are you guys adding Odell Beckham Jr.? Or we've seen him play in a Rams uniform now. How do you guys feel about Odell? Uh, like, like I said, I think last week, I don't think he's usable for the first few weeks. I do think that. During fantasy playoff time, he will have a bigger role, especially because Robert Woods is out. Okay, and I'm just saying it's a little, it's a little suspicious. He shows up on Friday, <laughs> who gets injured on Friday, Robert Woods. I'm just saying that is a little suspicious to me. Something's, right. I, I don't know, something. Yeah, something's not adding up. 
Yeah. Uh, Titans, Julio, wide receiver Julio Jones was placed on IR before Sunday's game. So that would be his first game missed. So he has to miss at least two more weeks uh, before he can return. Dealing with that hamstring injury all season long. Just tough for tough for Julio Jones. Packers running back Aaron Jones left Sunday's game early with a mild MCL sprain. He will miss one to two weeks. We saw AJ Dillon come in in relief of Aaron Jones. So um, hopefully you guys listened to us uh, a week or two ago whenever we said now is the time to get those backups. Now's the time if you have Aaron Jones to go grab AJ Dillon. If you have Dalvin Cook to go grab Alexander Madison, go grab Tony Pollard. If you have Ezekiel Elliott, we told you guys that. Hopefully you did it. You have uh, AJ Dillon to, to plug in for Aaron Jones. Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield left Sunday's game early with a knee bruise. He is considered day to day. It's not been super fantasy relevant. I think this just uh, confirms that you don't want to play him as a streamer, right? No, he doesn't get enough like points. Regular, like he has to have a really, really good game, and that's only I think maybe a few times a season. He isn't the problem, but he's also probably not the solution to that team. Fortunately for him, I like, yeah. So I like that. I think that's uh, true. Cowboys wide receiver C.D. Lamb left Sunday's game early with an arm contusion. I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. I think C.D. will play. Because they were probably, they were, I think, already destroying him at that time. Oh, yeah. Safer him. Very safe than sorry. Yeah. An arm uh, contusion. We'll go with that. Yeah, he's got an arm contusion. Sure. Eagles tied in. Dallas Goddard left Sunday's game with a head injury. It was later said that it's a concussion. He is in concussion protocol. Again, concussions, you're week to week. Sometimes you're through them in a couple of days. Sometimes you're in there for a couple of weeks. So uh, just stay tuned. Are you guys going to drop Dallas Goddard? Do you guys think he is, if you drop him, someone picks him up so you won't get him back? Is he just a streaming option now? How do you guys feel about Dallas Goddard? Oh, I wouldn't drop Dallas Carter. He was my breakout player last week, but also in the first two drives, I think he already had almost 30 plus yards and they were looking for him. Um, I know that we said questions, how long he's be out, but I would try to find another tight end and see if I can keep him. And then when he's back, I'd play him again. Yeah, I think, I, I think you, you have to hold on to him at least uh, through Wednesday or Thursday or so to see, how he progresses through the concussion protocol. Keone? What? Oh, yeah. I, I, how do you, you feel about Dallas Scott? I, I like Godair. I like him as a, as a tight end. I like that uh, Zach Ertz isn't there to kind of muddle with his, his percentage anymore. And I think he's a good enough tight end to where you should keep him on the bench and then get some, get some or rid of the, the scraps that might be still left on your bench for another streaming tight end. Um, uh, and then you can replace him or you can put him back when he gets healthy again. And Falcons running back Cordell Patterson suffered an ankle sprain. He is likely to miss this week's game against the Patriots as they do play on Thursday night. Give the ball to give Gallman the ball, man. They did it in this previous game. And 
he had the majority of the touches. He had 15 <laughs> touches or, or 15 carries, 55 yards, and he had a catch for 21 yards. Uh, he had a better day than Mike Davis. Just get, get rid of that guy. Only four carries. What a what a pittance. Nothing compared to 15. And so if with Cordero Patterson out of there, it's 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 Wayne Gallman's. It's you gotta go to Wayne Gallman, baby. Like he's gotta do it. Gotta. He's better than Mike Davis. And I've been saying it this whole time. Give Wayne Gallman the ball, man. For the love of God, please. For me, if anything, I need it. Yeah, you have a bet. You have a bet going on. Gallman is the starter over Mike Davis, right? I think he needs more touches by the end of the season. So I really need him just to get going. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I don't know if you win that bet. Then. Oh, I didn't no, know it was based on touches too. Man. He's going to get used like Derrick Henry. Let's go, Falcons. He, let's go. <sighs> and Gallman is... Good luck with that. Yeah. He's down by about 100 touches right now. So it's all right, we still got good luck. Got half good life. luck. Well, you know, okay, it is the longest saying. season ever. It is the longest season ever. Yeah, anything's possible. Like here's to show this how that how possible that is. The Miami Dolphins can still go 10 and seven. So there you go. That's just to show anything is possible <laughs> right now. All right, that'll do it for the news. Let's move on to our waiver wire. So first, is there anyone you guys couldn't use for our waiver wireless? They are over 33% rostered, but that you should be looking for first or the daydreamers, the listeners should be looking for first. AJ Dillon. I'm AJ sure Dillon. I am not the pursuer, sure the percentage, but I don't need to be sure. 60%, 60% rostered. If he's available, go get him right now. Absolutely. Aaron Jones went down. It looks like he's going to miss he's going to miss at least one week, if not more. Dylan finished off the Seahawks on Sunday, running running the ball 21 times for 66 yards. He scored two touchdowns. He finished as the RB1 on the week. Packers, this team really trusted him to run this game out, and he did just that. He should be the number one waiver wire ad this week if he's available over anyone else. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm going to go with another running back. Um, he's a little bit more rostered on teams and his situation isn't as clear, but there's a possibility he plays um, because Alvin Kamara might be injured going into this week. And so if you can get Mark Ingram, who's owned in about 67, um, or he's rostered in 67% of leagues, I would get, I would pick him up because he had a really good game this past week and um, they face Philadelphia who does give up yards and I, he, he, like the Titans defense is great. I think they're better than the Eagles defense. But if you're going to play him, play him this week if Kamara's not because he, they're going to pass the ball to him, they're going to check down and he can run for, you know, he can get yak and all that stuff. So Mark Ingram is a good. Absolutely. Player. I also have Mark Ingram on my list. He caught the ball really well. And when he didn't run a route, he pass blocked really well for Trevor Simeon. And that is a great way to stay on the field as a running back is pass blocking. Um, and then also catching the ball. He, lo- he looked really well. Uh, it is based on if Alvin Kamara plays. If Alvin Kamara plays, I don't think you start marking Ingram. But if Kamara doesn't play again, I think you can start marking Ingram up. Uh, another guy I have 
that we've mentioned before on this podcast, Hunter Renfro. He's still only 76% rostered. I mean, we've mentioned him multiple times. He His percentage has gone way, way up, but it's just not high enough. Nine targets, seven caught seven of them, 46 yards. He scored a touchdown. He finished as a wide receiver, 10 on the week. And he's had less than seven targets only twice all season. So Hunter Renfro, another guy. Um, somebody else who gets in the end zone a lot or who, yeah, like because Hunter Renfro starting to do that, but another guy who gets in the end zone a lot, Hunter Henry, who's 53% mm. rostered. Doesn't get a lot of yards, but he gets touchdowns. He has seven on the year, making him the tight end three right now. So if you want, yes. if you want people to get in the end zone or players who can get in the end zone, Hunter Henry is a guy who is doing that. So Mac Jones is going to him in the red zone and and he's getting you points. So touchdowns. Equal. Absolutely. That's a, that's a great one. All right. We're ready to get into our uh, official three top three waiver wire ads this week. Yes, sir. All right. These are players rostered in 33% of fewer leagues. So they are most likely available in your leagues. Go add these players. Who wants to start us off? Who wants to go first? I can go first. All right. Give me. The rookie of the year. I'm just kidding. You're not rookie of the year. But Mac Jones, the best quarterback oh. of them all. Uh, going against Atlanta, they have allowed three of the last four games, over 250 yards uh, passing and two touchdowns. They seem, the Patriots seem like they're really going on, going, like really starting to get Clicking. the offense. Yeah, thank you. Clicking, getting the offense going in the right direction. Uh Atlanta just got destroyed. I think they're going to get destroyed again. So I think Atlanta's a little overrated. I just think the the Mac Jones next Tom Brady type feel is starting to happen. Yeah, he's starting to figure it out. Uh, that team is looking better, just beat up on Cleveland. So uh, not too bad. My first player is the Ravens wide receiver, Rashad Bateman. Still 32.5% rostered. He finished as a wide receiver 24 this week, catching six out of eight targets for 80 yards. He's gotten the same or more targets every week and has never had less than six targets. So he had six targets, six targets, eight targets, eight targets in the four games that he's played. They've they've gone up each week or stayed the same. He was tied for second in targets this week behind, uh, tied with Mark Andrews, who were both behind Marquise Brown. He's clearly the number two wide receiver behind Hollywood Brown, averaging 62% of the offensive snaps when he plays. This was the first time that Richard Bateman has scored over 10 fantasy points this season, but I expect to see it a lot more, especially throughout his career. He's a very talented player on a pretty good team. And Lamar Jackson is slowly starting to figure out how to pass the ball. He could throw it deep to Hollywood Brown. He's figured out he doesn't just have to rely on Mark Andrews. Um, and I think he's starting to figure out that he can rely on Bateman as well. My first guy is somebody who, much like Ryan's player, is also on the New England Patriots. And it's their one of their running backs, Ramondre Stevenson, who is 21.9% rostered. Uh, Damian Harris, I believe, is in concussion protocol or COVID protocol, one of the two. Concussion. Okay, concussion. Okay, so then he's, with, like we said before, with concussion, you're unsure when they're going to be back. It could be same week or it could be multiple weeks. 
So we don't exactly know when uh, when Harris is going to be back, leaving the door open for Ramondre Stevenson. And as Ryan said, they face Atlanta this weekend or this on Thursday. And even though it is a Thursday night game, I think that plays him. I think that plays into Stevenson being on the field as opposed to Harris because of that concussion thing. It's less time for Harris to be evaluated. So it's more, most likely going to be Ramondre Stevenson starting at the running back position on such a short week. And it's against a, they're not a good defense at all, as we've seen in countless games this season. And I expect him to do the same, if not better. Um, against Atlanta as he did against in this Cleveland game, which is a tougher defense. And in this Cleveland game, he got a hundred yards on the ground and two touchdowns. So getting against that Atlanta defense, I only expect that if not more. So he's going to be a great RB two for you. RB. Yeah. He's going to put up those numbers for you this week. All right. Next up for me, uh, I'm going to stack it up. Mac Jones for Kendrick Bourne. Uh, he's actually the 32nd ranked wide receiver on the season. And he's gotten four, he's had four targets the last um, four out, six out of the last 10 games. He's gotten four targets. Sorry, I'm all tongue tied today. Not prepared at all. Uh, <laughs> what is it called? Um, he's like the number one option. I know that he's also a deep threat. Jamar, I think Atlanta just gets destroyed. That's why I'm, that's why I'm stacking against Atlanta. So. Really? Jacoby Myers got his first touchdown, though, of his NFL career. Oh, yeah. Nothing. Well, I mean. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, my next player is Panthers' new old quarter, old new quarter, old new old. Oh, I got you. See that? You see Cam how I, it was rubbing <laughs> off on you now. I. <laughs> Cam is 12.6% rostered. Cam's first rush, ran it in for a touchdown. First pass, threw it for a touchdown. Oh, baby, he's back. He's back. Cam Newton, he only played on nine snaps in Sunday's game. He finished as the QB 16. But after just being added Friday this last week, it, it's just the start of, of his uh Rest of career, season. rest of his of season, career Matthew in Carolina. Stafford, Cam Newton. Who are you picking? Matthew Stafford. Oh man, I thought you were going for Cam for sure. Go on, Matthew <laughs> oh, Stafford looking oh. bad last two weeks. That is true. Um, we do know that Sam Darnold is on IR and he can't return for at least two more weeks, but he's expected to be out a little bit longer. Coach Matt Rule said that Cam Newton will get most of the reps at practice this week, which is good for Cam. Looks like he'll take over that job from PJ Walker uh, sooner rather than later. So he's going to play more. He's going to see more looks at the end zone. We know he is definitely a goal line threat. We saw it last year. We saw it on Sunday. He can score touchdowns on the ground. That alone will keep him fantasy relevant. So Cam Newton. Yeah, I have him as my uh, my number three guy for this week. And their next three games are against Washington, Miami, and then Atlanta after their bye. So if he's going to be the starter, which he seemingly will be moving forward, and I mean even in that span, I I think it'll take he'll be able to play those instead of Sam um, Sam Darnold. But those are all three great matchups for for him if he's going to be you know the rushing quarterback that he was before. 
Miami, Miami's defense is looking pretty good, but did play. I, I get what you're saying. Um, although throughout the season they haven't been, you know, all too great, but it's it's you know it's the it's they're the most difficult out of those three. Um, especially since uh, Washington lost Chase Young this past uh, this yes. past week. Um, but I think it, yeah, he's. I think ugh, the, his rushing ability is bad for say people like if you have Christian McCaffrey. However, I think his ability not to throw the ball downfield is good if you have Christian McCaffrey because then that means he can check down and then Tristan McCaffrey just does all the work getting yak and there's there's just easy points for him. So I think it's a give and take. Um, yes. Uh, and then, so my second guy, moving on from Cam Newton, my second guy is Dan Arnold, the uh, tight end for Jacksonville. He's 28% rostered. In the last three games, he has had 10 targets, seven targets, and then seven targets. And in all of those games, he has had at least 60 or more yards. So even though he hasn't got in into the end zone, I think he can post decent enough numbers, which are all been around like 10 or so fantasy points which is good for the tight end position, especially if you're streaming um, or want somebody who's consistently, you know, just to put in that spot. Um, and like, for example, you, you might've had either Mike Gusecki or TJ Hawkinson this week who both got goose eggs. And that might be a scary thing for you, especially this late into the season. So somebody like Dan Arnold who provides a bit of consistency can maybe put your mind at ease a little bit, especially if he can get into the end zone um, that's just the only thing he just hasn't gotten to the end zone, but if he can, he has, he is set up to have a really great, great game. Nice. Uh, I'll, I'm going to give you my third because my third player is Patriots running back Ramon J. Stevenson that Keone already talked about. I mean, putting on that clinic, whenever the Patriots whooped up on the Browns, beating them 45 to seven, he caught four or five targets and finished as the RB two. If you remember, both Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson went down with a concussion against Carolina uh, last week. Ramondre Stevenson cleared out of the concussion protocol, plays this week against the Browns. Damian Harris still in concussion protocol as we are talking here today. Uh, yeah, they play the Falcons. This should be another game where Ramondre Stevenson gets a lot of play time because the Patriots are up. I and Kiel talked about my guy, Dan Arnold. Uh, he's a beast. He seems like almost the number one option there in Jacksonville. Um, you know, safety blanket for Trevor Lawrence. So I also agree. Nice. Anyone you guys are dropping? Someone uh, I've talked about, I think, just about every week now, Keone, uh, you'll like this, Mike Davis. Still yeah. 73% rostered. I said it time and time again, drop Mike Davis. He was seemingly benched for Cordero Patterson after, uh, I mean, for uh, Wayne Gallman after Cordero Patterson went down. Wayne Gallman came in. He got 15 carries. He played more snaps than Mike Davis. Mike Davis has scored over 10 fantasy points once this season, and that was against the J-E-T-S Jets, 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 a terrible run defense. Even with Patterson most likely missing this week, I don't want Mike Davis on my team. Get rid of him. Well, talking about those same Jets, I think it's safe to drop Mike White now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyone else you guys are dropping? Um, for me, I, I mean, are we still considering, are like we still in the 
era of or like time span for the trade deadline, or are we past that? Yeah. Okay. I think we are. We still got a, a week or two. Okay. So my my guys, I wouldn't necessarily drop them flat out, but I would think if you if you can't trade them, then maybe you drop them, but try to trade them first. It's Alex Collins, and then Zach Moss. So Alex Collins, mostly because Chris Carson is going to come back, and I think they're going to give the ball to Chris Carson a lot. He's the clear number one back if he plays, and Alex Collins hasn't really been getting the job done. Um, I mean, I know that team has been struggling because they haven't had Russell Wilson, but even with Russell Wilson, they got zero points. And so Alex Collins isn't doing the job, and so I know, or um, what's-his-face is going to, use him a lot. The coach, I don't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. Uh, thank you. Uh, and so then Chris Carson, I think is going to be the guy going forward. And then Zach Moss is because he's had multiple times this season where they've had really, really easy, like serve it on a plate matchups for their running backs. And he just hasn't performed to the level that you'd expect given that matchup. And like this week he was saved. His game was saved by a touchdown. And it shouldn't have been. He should have got a lot more than that, but he didn't. So it's becoming frustrating. So just get rid of him or either through a trade or by dropping them. Two guys I'm looking to drop, though. Russell Gage, Naeem Himes. Russell Gage, zero for three this week. Uh, I thought, you know, Kevin really being out, he'd be able to step up more, but he's not. And Naeem Himes, really only two good games this season. His role isn't like how it was last year. Jonathan Taylor's really taking over just in general. Um, I thought his Jacksonville matchup really would have been nice for him, but it wasn't. All right. I got one more. Might shock you. Julio Jones dropping him. 84% rostered. We talked about it. He hit IR this week. He's not going to play until week 14. That means because they still have their bye. So he's going to miss two more weeks. Then they have their bye. Then they play Jacksonville. Yeah, that's really bad defense, but coming off an eye of IR. Julio Jones hasn't scored over eight points. Uh, he's only done it once this season, and that was in week two. So uh, it's it's been a while since Julio Jones has uh, been fantasy productive. Man, it's hard to watch your legends <laughs> legends look bad, man. It's hard. Yeah, it is. But I think uh, them putting him on IR really helps uh, you make that decision of just being able to drop Julio. You either love All right, him. let's... <laughs> Die the hero or live long enough to become the villain. Yeah, true. Let's move on to our week 10 recap. What are two takeaways you guys had from this week's slate of games? Ryan, you want to go first? No, I do not. Okay, <laughs> Keone, you're up. <laughs> okay. Um, my first one will be that the Cardinals kind of remind me of the Steelers of last year. Both teams started off incredibly hot. You know, they both had those undefeated um, streaks and both were the last team to be undefeated. And although the Steelers went 11 and 0 versus the, uh, the Carolina or the Cardinals going seven and 0, I think uh, we're seeing parallels between them, you know, the undefeated start. And then at a certain point, that momentum kind of starts to die. And I think this paint, uh, this game against the Panthers might have been a, a catalyst for it, if not earlier against you know Green Bay. Uh, without Kyler Murray, without DeAndre Hopkins, they don't play nearly to the same level as they did with them. And I know that's easy to be like, oh, they're their two best players. Well, yeah, I get that. But 
they're not they're not on the field. So like it still matters. And I I I don't want to chalk or I do kind of want to chalk it up to James Conner not being involved in in the game because like in the first half it didn't seem like they were really giving him the ball. But I just the Arizona Cardinals as a team basically had as many attempts as AJ or as PJ Walker did by himself. So clearly Colt McCoy is is not the guy going forward. They need to move on from him or or what have you. And it's unfortunate though, because who knows how long Kyler Murray's out. And even when he does come back, is he going to be playing the same way he did previously? Or is he going to be affected by that injury? Because we know last year we saw him be affected by, and it was a shoulder injury, but still we saw him play not to the same level. And so I think I have a feeling that's going to be the same way, especially since it's a lower leg injury this time, which really affects his rushing ability. And I just see them being a team that, you know, still makes the playoffs, but then gets beaten in the first game, potentially, if it's going to continue this way. Um, and I know they're running out of steam and, and it's because of injuries. And, and so there's plenty of season left to play. And as I said earlier, the dolphins, like I said, as an example, they can still be 10 and, or 10 and seven. So anything can, and can happen. And I know CMC and bet was back. So, which basically makes them a completely different team. So for example, CMC healthy is Heath Ledger's joker. CMC um, not on the team. They're Jared Leto's joker. Um, the, the, the Panthers that is. So that, but yeah, Cardinals. The, <laughs> the, I'm, I'm worried about them is, is all I'm saying. My second takeaway, the bills are the saviors of humanity and the human race. They showed that if you have the right pieces and the right force of will, that the robot uprising can be defeated. So nice try, Mike White and your meta industry overlords. We showed that us humans are better than your cybernetic components because you know the thing about Mike White? He's got lifeless eyes, black eyes like a doll's eyes. When he comes on the field, doesn't seem to be living till he throws an interception and those black eyes roll over white. And then you hear that high, terrible, high-pitched whirring and clunking. The field turns black with, with oil. You know, by the end of the first half, it was already 17 to 3. So, 53 players went onto the field for the Jets. 52 men come out. The Bills took the rest. November the 14th, 2021. Anyway, Buffalo de- delivered the win. Yeah. I like it. Thank you. Uh, my Thank two you. takeaways. <laughs> my two takeaways. Uh, Daryl Williams running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. He had a nasty catch in the end zone against the Raiders. He had 20 total touches, nine targets, nine receptions, 144 total yards, and that 38-yard reception for a touchdown. He finished as the yes. running back three on the week. Clyde Edwards Lair does have a chance at returning this week from IR, but I think Williams has played himself into a role, caught himself into a role going forward in this offense that is starting to pick up steam, starting to look a little bit more high powered, uh, like we thought they were. I think uh, Daryl Williams is a start in fantasy until Clyde gets back, and then he may ruin him. He may ruin Clyde's uh, value. Clyde may ruin his value. 
we'll have to wait on and see in that one. But until Clyde comes back, he's a starter. My second takeaway is Taylor Heineke, the Washington football team quarterback. Taylor Heineken, not a sponsor. And really, it could I could be talking about Antonio Gibson, who ran for two touchdowns, one of which came with 30 seconds left, sealing the game and finishing as the RB6 on the week, or their defense, who despite losing Chase Young, their star pass rusher to an ACL tear that will likely end his season, picked off Tom Brady twice and held an offense that averages 31 points a game to a season-low 19 points. But Heineken really impressed me, especially on that last drive, starting on their own 20-yard line with just under 11 minutes left on the game clock, up by four. Heineken showed poise, and he led this team 80 yards, hitting some big third-down passes, and then handed the ball off to Antonio Gibson for that last rushing touchdown, leaving Tom Brady, one of the best quarterbacks, just 30 seconds and too big of a gap for him to come back. Taylor Heineke put this game away. He finished QB 10 on the week and really, really impressed me. So not to be a homer or anything, you're talking about the Eagles is my first takeaway, but Devontae Smith is looking pretty nasty. He's one of the guys that wanted to put my breakout, but I didn't want to be a homer. But last two games really taken over as wide receiver one. Um, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles offense looks pretty good running all over the last three games, the Broncos, Chargers, and Lions. And then my last takeaway is a sigh of relief from Patrick Mahomes. Cause thank God he's actually being Patrick Mahomes and helping me win dynasty again. <laughs> I, f- I feel you. I feel you finished QB one on the week. Yeah. Um, we are running a little long. So I think we'll have to save our love and hates. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Again, you guys can find all of our content on fantasydaydreamers.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, FF Daydreamers. DM us your comments, tag us, use the hashtag AskFDD. Uh, ask us some uh, waiver wire questions or some start sit questions, whatever you have. You guys got anything to plug? Um, I just want to throw it out there that if we were to have merch, let us know what type of stuff you would want available. So that's just throwing that out there so we can get a kind of consensus if we were to do that. Y'all want y'all want shirts, y'all want hats, you want a coffee cup, stickers. Let us know. The answer is yes, I want it all. I want it all. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Uh, we want to make it all. So uh, go ahead and just tell us that you want it all. So that way we could just do that. Because thumbs up for that. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, follow us or subscribe wherever you guys uh, get your podcast. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you guys are listening to this right now. Also, we do uh, we do talk live on Twitch. Hang out live on Twitch. You guys can uh, come join us Monday and Wednesday nights. Follow us over there on Twitch. We need to build an audience, a little big audience. But anyways, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for tuning in and listening this long. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, yeah, let's let's win some championships, win some fantasy championships, and uh, gotta remember, stay dreaming.
stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Because, you know, thumbs up for that.